Many are getting weak. Many are failing. And many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okronipa. Pastor Ebenezer Okronipa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is the senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Kronipa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special servants. And now, today's message. We are going to pray, okay? We are going to pray in the Spirit before I even share anything with you. And I want you to engage aggressively and intentionally and desire to rise up. The righteous as bold as a lion. Are you understanding me? Are you understanding me? So you need to um, you need to stir up something. You need to stir up something on the inside. Don't lose this opportunity. Push somebody beside you and tell the person, don't lose this opportunity. The person didn't feel your touch. Push the person and say, don't lose this opportunity. Hallelujah. Yeah. I said, push somebody you are, you are, you are, you are touching the person. Oh, oh, I, I don't know which school you went to. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, what, what did the prophet talk in Joash? He said, strike the ground. And then the man came. Pium one, pium two, pium three. Say, I'm a ah. The prophet was very angry. Is when a prophet is in his element. Anger is one of the things that come easy. Uh, because he can see what you don't see. And sometimes he forgets that you don't see what he sees. And then he says, ah, why didn't you do that? He was very angry. Even on his sick bed, Elisha was angry. The man, uh, may God deliver us from the spirit of Eli- Elisha. Amen and amen. In his sick bed, he was angry. He said, ah, why didn't you strike many more times? He said, because of that, you only prevail over the Syrians three times. After that, they will take over you. They will take over you. Glory to Jesus Christ. Tonight, get serious. I said, get serious. I said, get serious. Say, I'll be serious. Say, I am serious. Say, I'll manifest seriousness. <laughs> Look at my face. I'm serious. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. So, anything that we do, whether prayer, any instruction, be intentional. Okay, be intentional. When we say start praying, get into the spirit. God, whatever value there is in prayer, I want to take advantage of it. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ. The Bible says that he that speaks in an unknown tongue, he speaketh not unto men, but he speaketh to God. The Bible says that no one understandeth him. However, how bait in the spirits. He speaketh mysteries unto God. Look, it means that it is possible to speak and make communication in the spirit. The communication that has greatest effect in life is the communication in the spirit. He said no one understands him. No one is able to comprehend what what he's saying. No one is able to make make uh, make sense of anything that he's doing, and that is what happens anytime we are engaging in fasting and prayer. Look, it, has, it, it, it does not make sense. Somebody say you need to eat so that you get strength to go and do certain things. We are saying that you need to get hungry to get a miracle. It doesn't make sense. 
It doesn't make sense. But the Bible says that, however, in the spirit, life is in the spirit. Life is spiritual. And so if you can gain dominance in the spirit, you gain dominance in the flesh. If you can gain authority and command in the spirit, it will manifest in the flesh. Tonight, as we begin to engage, begin to take your place in the realm of the spirit. Some of you, you need to hold certain places in the realm of the spirit so that they will manifest physically. If you are in charge in the spirit, it's just a matter of time. Physically, you'll be in charge. I said, physically, you'll be in charge. I said, physically, you'll be in charge. Listen, in the case of Esther and then Vashi, Vashi was in charge in the physical, but because she did not have spiritual command, she lost her, 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 her position. Esther was a nobody and yet she built up practical spiritual command and it manifested somebody if you can build capacity in the spirit you'll be shifting certain people from certain places I said you'll be shifting certain people from certain places I said you'll be shifting certain people from certain places Amen Jehoshaphat had an army that was going to be obliterated by the armies oh, of the Moabites and the other people that had gathered against him and he heard about it he got scared, he feared and then he said let us fast and pray what happened, he began to ascend in the realm of the spirit he gained spiritual authority and by the time the Holy Ghost had done with him, all the three nations that came together to, destroy, to fight against Jehoshaphat and his people the Bible said that God gave them for food, for feed to the birds. They scattered themselves. Why? Because one man had taken position in the realm of the spirits. Listen to me. If you can take a certain place in the realm of the spirit, you may be the last born that in the realm of the spirit, you shall become the first born in the family. You may be the one who is least regarded, but in the realm of the spirit, you can take that place and that position and that authority that can affect the family will be given to you. Tonight, get busy in the spirit. Are you understanding me? I said, get busy in the spirit. You need to ascend. You need to build capacity. You need to build strength. You need to fortify yourself in the Holy Ghost. And one of the ways you do that is by speaking in tongues, blasting in the spirit. We are going to pray for the next three to five minutes. And I want you to pray as fervently as you can. Let as many spiritual words. Some of us, when we start gossiping, nobody can go But when it comes to the spirit now you're going you better get release as many spiritual words as you can do you understand me because it is not your mind speaking it's your spirit speaking and when your mind speaks your mind is not your mind the flesh gains dominance when the spirit speaks the spirit gains dominance so if you release a thousand words every day with your understanding tonight release ten thousand words with your spirit are, are you ready Oh, I said, are you ready? Yes. In the spirit, there's no word that is wasted. Jesus said uh, that we shall be judged for every idle word that comes out of our mouth, out of our understanding. If even the words of our understanding don't go void, but we are going to be judged by them, how much more spiritual words? How much more spiritual words? Where that come from your spirit? Some of us, we have been on phone for one hour, two hours today, chatting and saying things and doing things that will not have any premium or impact or value over our lives. 
in fact, even the girl that you are speaking to cry is likely you will not marry her. Or the boy that you are talking to is likely cry that he will not marry you. But then you are, you are, you are speaking for hours on end. It's not a business call. He's giving me company. He's giving me company. Oh, you. You better go and look for something that will give you a company that you run, that will bring you money. Are you understanding me? So now, let the Holy Ghost keep you company as you company the Holy Ghost tonight. Are you understanding me? Because this one, it's work. I said, this one, it's work. I said, this one, it's work. I said this one is work. I said this one is work. As we speak in tongues tonight, may you speak that word that will release your financial testimony. May you speak that word that will bring that open door that you have been praying for. As we speak in the spirit tonight, may God begin to give you the strength and the capacity to overcome every work of darkness and to take your place in the dimensions of glory. Lift up your right hand. Say, my father, my father, tonight, as I pray Pray, pray. In the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost. Direct, my spirit, direct my spirit to speak, to speak. words that will put me put in authority me. and give me the advantage in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Say, oh God, oh God, as I pray, as I pray in other tongues, in other tongues direct, my spirit direct my spirit to pray, pray. The, relevant the relevant issues issue. concerning my life and my family and my destiny in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. They're going to pray right now. They're going to pray right now. They're going to pray right now. Everybody in this room get aggressive. Everybody online get aggressive. I'm not a man of 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 a man of
Moving in your spirit, pray as you send the spirit, the spirit of the waters, the spirit of the waters. Focus on the Holy Ghost as you pray. Focus on the Holy Ghost as you pray. Focus on the Holy Ghost as you pray. Let nothing take your mind. Let nothing take your mind. Focus on the Holy Ghost as you pray. I don't, 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 I don't,
can't hear you. I can't hear you. Let your prayer arise. Let your voice arise. Let your prayer arise. Let your voice arise. Let your prayer arise. Paloya, 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 Holy Spirit, have absolute control and dominion in this place. Let your glory be seen. Perfect your way and your will in the midst of your people. And let testimonies break forth like never before. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. Give a clap offering to the Lord. 
take your seats in the presence of the Lord. Now this afternoon during lunchtime, I made an announcement of something that the Holy Ghost is doing in uh, this season. Who, how many of us were online? How many of us heard what I shared? What does the God will be doing? Or God has started doing anybody? Anybody? Oh, we're not paying attention. Amen? We're not paying attention. I told you something. I said that the Lord is bringing us into an arena of surprising supplies. Surprising supplies. And just this evening, I saw a testimony from a, a dear sister. Somebody has given a brand new stove. Uh, is, uh, is it a gas stove or whatever with, that, with an oven? I think four or five burners free of charge. Brand new. Look at the picture. Just like that. And I know that thing, Anya, it will cost more than 700 Ghana cities. But it was given to her. Somebody as a gift. Take it like that. Take it like that. You better tap into it and receive yours. I say you better tap into it and receive yours. I say you better tap into it and receive yours. May God bring you into the arena of surprising supplies. Surprising supplies. Surprising supplies. May God release somebody to do you good who you never thought would do for you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. Tonight, I would just want to share with you uh, on the subject, uh, it's just an amplified version of yesterday's message, but this is what the Lord put in my spirit. Maximizing the breakthrough power of fasting. Maximizing the breakthrough power of fasting. Listen, I want to start with this statement that fasting produces results. Fasting is not try or error. Fasting is not lottery. Fasting produces results. So anytime you are engaging in a fast, you should have the assurance, the surety, the confidence, and the awareness that you are working yourself towards something. That something is going to happen either in the course or at the end of that step of it. I was sharing with you the testimony, uh, was it on Tuesday of T.L. Osborne, how T.L. Osborne had been on the mission field for several years and was not seeing any results. He could barely get the opportunity to preach to 50 people, even to organize a crusade and less than 20 people would come. And then uh, he came to uh, United States of America and he goes or he hears about the meetings of William Braham and Braham is in America is gathering hundreds of thousands of people and miracles are happening and as he's sitting in the meeting every cell in his body every molecule in his being is telling him that you can do this you can do this he desired for an impartation for Abraham he did not get that impartation because Abraham died or went to be with the Lord just a few weeks or a few, uh, from that time that he, he encountered him and then this man says that no I got to connect i've got to receive that thing that can cause me to work miracles that can bring a change in my life and a change in my ministry he locks himself up in a room gives the key passes the key under the door and tells his wife that i'm not coming out of this closet i'm not coming out of this room until i encounter god and i hear from god and he began to wait on god in fasting and in prayer and it was in that place of waiting on the Lord that God appeared to him. Let me ask you a question. Why didn't God appear to him at any other time? But God appeared unto him when he began to give attention to God through the avenue of 
fasting and prayer. Fasting produces results. And when the results come, they are unmistakable. Everybody will see the results. The results that fasting brings are not results that are hidden. Every area you see fasting being employed in the Bible, you see explosive results. You see manifestations that others can testify about. I pray for you and I pray for this church that even as we are engaging in these 40 days of stretching our faith, stretching our spirit, and stretching our body, may God give us explosive results. May God give us testimony testimony that others can see in the name of Jesus Christ. Listen, it is very clear in the Bible. Look, when it is very clear that fasting produces results. You see in the Bible, Queen Esther, she knew that fasting was a strong option for consideration in the midst of dire, difficult circumstances and situations where deliverance was required. When the situation came that your people are about to be destroyed, we need deliverance, we need an intervention. When the, she was pushed, she did not look at how she was going to do makeup so that she can go and charm the king. She did not look at how she was going to gather some money so that she could bribe somebody so that things would turn in her favor. She resorted to fasting and to prayer. She resorted to fasting and to prayer. How many of us will be in the midst of, of a, a health crisis and then we'll say, we'll, we'll say that, oh, let us fast about the situation. Hey, most Christians today will be looking for the first medical doctor who has a degree, degree plus. How many of us will be in a place of financial hardship and the first thing that we think about is to fast and to pray? But Esther, Esther chapter 4, verse 15 to 17, Esther bade them return to Mordecai this answer. And she said, go and gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan. And he said, and fast ye for me, neither eat nor drink three days. So will I also do, uh, so uh, three days, night and day. I also and my maidens will fast likewise. And so will I go into in unto the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. And the Bible says in verse 17, so Mordecai went his way, and he did according to all that Esther had commanded him. Take note, Mordecai must also have understood the powerful impact of fasting. Because the first time Esther sent him a message, he sent another message back and said, hey, you better advise yourself. But this time he saw that there's, there's wisdom in what this woman was proposing. There's wisdom in the line that this woman was towing. And so he obeyed the commandment of his daughter. Because fasting produces results. What happened? There was a change in the story. When Jehoshaphat in Second Chronicles chapter 20 verse 1 to verse number 4, the Bible says that, uh, and the children of Moab and the children of Ammon, and with them others beside the Ammonites, they came against Jehoshaphat to battle. The Bible says in the verse number 2, that there came also them some that told Jehoshaphat saying, there came a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on this side, Syria. And behold, they be in Hazazon Tamar, which is in Engedi, which is Engedi. Hazazon Tamar, I've just given somebody the, your name for your firstborn. Hazazon, Hazazon Tamar. My goodness, my goodness. You see, you want to have a very wild and anointed and dangerous family. I'm giving you an answer. You will not smile and receive it. Hazazon Tamar. 
my God. Which is Engedi. Engedi Okronipa. Engedi answer. As a zone tamar the free. What are you talking about? Hi. So, so it was the name of a place that the, the great army had gotten to. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. The Bible says, and Jehoshaphat feared. What do you do whenever you are afraid? And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself, what? To seek the Lord. And he proclaimed a fast throughout all of Judah. He knew that fasting was an answer in the midst of a difficult situation. He knew that fasting was a resort, something he could tend to in the face of a national disaster. I'm telling you, if nations have kings that can proclaim fast, oh my God, you see that there will be a lot of change in the nations. Up to now, there are some people who will be truthful and will tell us that in the days of President Atamios, we saw a lot of development and with lesser debt to the country than when intellectuals started taking over. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Somebody has told me to be very careful. <laughs> because as though every day I have to release one. <laughs> Amen and amen. No, I love, I love the government. I love the president. I love our politicians. But then I think it's also of national interest that whenever we are dissatisfied, we also express it so that they will know that we are not happy. And then if there's something that they can do about it, they do about it. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. But apart from that, we know God is the one who can do all things. So we turn to him all the time. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ. So, when he was afraid, he saw the extent of the disaster that was coming against him and against his people. The Bible said he feared. And instead of saying, that, where are the army generals? Because this man had an army. He had an army. Yet he did not call for his army generals. He did not call for the commanders. He did not call that, go and sharpen your steels. And go and, go and let's get more weapons. Oh, the, the money that is in our reserves and our coffers. Let us order more weapons for it from Egypt. He did not turn to his allies. He did not say that, let us go to the king of Israel. So that we can receive help from him. He said, ah, let us call on the name of the Lord. Let us seek the face of God. Let us cry unto God in the midst of this difficulty. He said he set himself. Listen, if you will take this fasting seriously and you say that even though it is a church proclaimed fast, I am setting myself to seek the Lord. Deliverance will come. A change will come in your situation. Look, I'm sharing you on the subject, maximizing the breakthrough power of fasting maximizing the breakthrough power of fasting. Let me give you another instance in the Bible. Nehemiah, chapter number 1, verse 1 to 5. Nehemiah, this was in the days when they had been carried away again onto Shushan, just like uh, just like Esther and Mordecai and the other Jews were in Shushan. Those days, whenever a mighty king comes to raid or take over your country in a conquest, he carries all your important, all your good people out and sends them to his city and then he raises them as his people. 
So this was another time when Israel had been captured. The Bible says that and the words of Nehemiah, the son of Hakaliah, and it came to pass in the month Chislew, in the 20th year, as I was in Shushan, the palace. So he was serving the king in the palace, uh, just like Esther was a queen in the palace. He, the Bible says, then Hanani, one of my brethren, came, and he and certain men of Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews that had escaped, which were left of the captivity and concerning Jerusalem. And they gave him a very terrifying report. He said that, uh, give me verse 3 and the verse number 4, please. Verse 3. He said, and they said unto me that the remnants that are left of the captivity there in the province are in great affliction and reproach. Great affliction and shame. They were suffering over there. And the wall of Jerusalem, this was so important. The wall of Jerusalem also is broken down and the gates thereof are burned with fire. The Bible said that when he heard this, it touched his heart so much. And it came to pass when I heard these words that I sat down and I wept and I mourned certain days. Listen, when you hear a news and things get very scary, what do you do? As a child of God, what do you do? He said, I mourned certain days and what? Fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. He knew fasting was a resource when his people needed intervention. He knew fasting was a resource when he needed favor. Because if he's going to do anything about Jerusalem, he will need favor from the king. He will need resources from the king. He will need open doors. He will need destiny helpers to come his way. He said, I resorted to fasting and I prayed before the God of heaven. Before the God of heaven. Fasting. Fasting. When Daniel, let me give you another instance. Daniel had recognized and discovered by books, Daniel chapter 9, verse 2 and 3. In the year of King Darius, he found out from studying the writings of Jeremiah, the prophet, that the children of Israel were supposed to be in captivity 70 years. Listen, any captivity that you are going through, there is an expiry date. You are not supposed to suffer the captivity till you die. The Bible says that Satan shall be bruised under your feet shortly. So anything that goes longer than shortly, it is an illegality. I said it's an illegality. God doesn't want you suffering perpetually. Tonight, any long-standing problem that you have been going through, listen to me, the words of a prophet are his tools of warfare. As I speak, may they become weapons that fight in your battle. Any long-standing problem, any long-standing pain, any long-standing shame, any long-standing disgrace that you have been going through, by the end of this fast, may they be ended. I said, may they be ended. Any long-standing rejection and dejection, by the end of this fast, may the God of heaven, may the God of heaven bring them to an end. In the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody just saying, hmm, I, I want to believe. But men of God, after men of God, I prayed for me. I prayed and prayed and fasted and fasted. Now, it's just that I'm afraid to reject God and die. So I'm in church. I wanted to believe again. Have hope again. Believe again. God, God is speaking your matter. 
He said he understood by books that the captivity was supposed to be 70 years. It was approaching the 70 years and there was no sign of deliverance. No mighty man had arisen among the Jews to bring deliverance to the people of Israel. Just like in the days of Samson, God raised Samson and he brought deliverance. This time they had been there. It was almost 70 years and no, no, nothing was happening. What did he do? What did he do? He did not go and organize a coup d'etat. He did not go and organize the strong young men and say, let us have, start having secret meetings to prepare ourselves for our 70 years. What did he do? Listen to me. When your prophecy doesn't seem like it's come to pass, do like Daniel did. Because he wanted that prophecy to come to pass. He said, verse 3, and I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplications with what? Fasting. And sackcloth and ashes. To enforce the prophetic destiny of Israel, fasting was his choice of action. What do you do when things are not going right? Is that some many Christians will start weeping and say that is it me? That's why I didn't want to believe in this prophecy, prophecy thing. So that's why I don't know. I don't want to believe anymore. You start crying, but this man started fasting. He started fasting because he knew that God hears prayer. He knew that God hears prayer. Look, the early church, when they wanted to hear from God, Acts chapter 13, verse 1 and 2, they resorted to fasting and to prayer. They were ministering to the Lord. And the Lord said, separate unto me Paul and Barnabas for the assignment that I have, set, have prepared for them. When they wanted to for empowerment for ministry, empowerment to go and fulfill the assignment upon their lives, they fasted again. Verse number 3 of the same Acts chapter 13, the Bible says that, uh, 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 and when they had fasted and prayed, they laid hands on them and they sent them away. Listen, if there's anybody over here and there's a calling on your life, before we send you out, you fast. And after we have fasted, we lay hands on you. They laid hands on them and they sent them away, giving them power for ministry, power to achieve and to fulfill their purpose. Before the end of this fasting, I'm going to trust God that I'll lay hands on everybody and you'll be released to fulfill your assignment. You'll be released to fulfill your calling in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So they being sent forth by the Holy Ghost, departed into Seleucia and from there they called the sail to Cyprus. Fasting can put you in practical command. Listen, after the fast, Esther, Esther chapter 5, verse number 1 to verse number 3. After they had fasted for three days, the Bible said that on the third day, now it came to pass, on the third day, that Esther put on her royal apparel. Listen, before you put on the beautiful garment, make sure you put on some anointing. Before you put on your beautiful CV and your beautiful certificate, make sure you have put on some beautiful power. It came about on the third day that Esther put on her royal apparel. You see, the Bible wanted us to know the third day because he was referring to the three days, which was in Esther chapter 4. So on the third day of the fast, after she had kabed and kabad, have you prepared for the interview I'm preparing? How are you preparing? Oh, have you have you gone to check their website? I've done all of that, but I'm still preparing. You see, you get yourself empowered spiritually. And he said that after that, she put on a royal apparel. And she entered into the court of the king's house. Listen to me. 
there. Somebody would have thought that by the third day, maybe the king would have said all of a sudden, go and call Esther for me. But still, or by the third day, Esther has still not been called. And the law was that nobody can go to the king's chamber or can go to the king's inner courts without the king summoning the person. Some of us, after we have fasted and we have prayed, we may not see certain signs that we are looking for, but know that you have entered into a place of authority and power. The king did not call her, but she knew what she had engaged in. Three days, she put on her rare apparel and she stood in the inner courts of the king's house. Somebody, you are being empowered. If you will exercise your faith and build you up yourself, you are going to step into an inner court of a certain king. The king that is supposed to bring your promotion. The king that is supposed to deliver your honor. He, she stood in the inner court of the king's house, over against the king's house, and the king sat upon his royal throne in the royal house, over against the house. Uh, give me the next, the continue the rest of the scripture over against the house, and it was so when the king saw Esther, the queen standing in the court, that she obtained favor in his sight, and the king held out to Esther the golden scepter. The golden scepter only the king is mandated to hold the golden scepter. He held out his golden scepter. He held it out to Esther in his hand. So Esther drew near. And what did she do? She touched the top of the golden scepter. She touched the top of the golden scepter. This is talking about somebody who has authority. Listen, fasting puts you in practical command. She touched that which the king was supposed to touch. Only the king was supposed to touch. And nothing happened to her. Listen to me, some of you, you may have been beaten down by your family demons. But after this fasting and prayer, you go back to that hometown and you go and change the situation. You go and pull down the situations. You go and turn situations around. Maybe your family, the issues in your house have caused you to even begin to have what looks like a hypertension. You are getting BP because of the problems that you are going through. After this fasting and prayer, you are going back and you are going to turn the situations around. Receive that power now. As I receive that power now. As I receive that power now. Listen. Fasting is supposed to produce so much effect. Listen, let me end with the verse number three so you see something happen over there. Ah, you now, you have come in illegally. Now look at what the king says. Then the king said, what the, the woman has not said anything. Woman power. Or this anointing power. The woman has not even said anything. Now the king says, what do you want? What is your request? Even if you don't have any request, generate a request and ask me something. Bomika. Uh, <laughs> my God, listen to me. Uh, overcome as ladies, I'm teaching you some skills over here. Is it so that nobody will say that you're a lady, you like asking things for oh my God? No, 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 no. They themselves don't bring themselves. They'll say bomika, bomika. <laughs> because you have to create capacity by fasting and praying. And when you have open some space, God will feel it. <laughs> what are you talking about? He said, what is your request? That lady has not even said anything. Maybe she will just come to admire his nice face. Maybe she will come to say good morning. But he just said that. Anything. He said, to the half of this kingdom. To the half of... In other words, if she had said, give me cities and nations, he would have given it to her. 
fasting and prayer. You see why certain things have, you've not you've not gotten them. You didn't know the secrets, but today the secret is revealed. You, you, now you know what to do, right? I said you know what to do. Deal with thick, thick, thick authority. Take authority. Take authority. The, the Israelites, they knew fasting worked so much that when it was not working, they were complaining. Isaiah chapter 58, verse number 3. said, wherefore have we fasted, say they, and you see not. In other words, they know that when they fast, God should see. So wherefore have we afflicted our soul, and you take no knowledge. They know that fasting is able to get the attention of God. Listen, in this period of fasting and prayer, know that heaven is, heaven's attention is coming on you. I see a spotlight coming from heaven and it's coming upon your life. It's coming upon your situation. In the name of Jesus Christ. If you can maximize the fast, because you can fast and you get the best of the fast, you can fast and you get part of the results that the fast is supposed to give you, you can fast and you get nothing at all. And that was what in Isaiah chapter 58 he was talking about. They had been fasting and they were not maximizing the fast. What does it mean to maximize? It means to make as large or as great as possible. It means to increase to maximum capacity. If you have a mobile phone and then you are listening, some, you, are, you have received a call and some, the person is speaking and you don't hear, what do you do? You increase the volume. You increase to maximum. Maximize the volume. Maximize the volume. You are watching a video on, on your phone or on TV and it's as though you are not hearing the words. What do you do? You maximize. You increase the volume. To maximize means there is capacity but you have not yet attain to all of the capacity or you have not connected all of the capacity maximize means increase it to maximum capacity it also means to make the best use of to get all the advantage it means to find a maximum value of it means also to optimize to improve to make the most of you can make the most of this fasting and prayer or we can let, let it just be another period of hunger and starvation and hunger strife and slimming costs for you. You see, there are some people that one of their motivations or motives for this fasting is because they want to trim their belly. Oh, I've started seeing it already. Because it was a miracle in one day. In one day, you can see that some flatness is coming somewhere. Hey, glory to Jesus Christ. Maximizing the impact of your fast. You can take maximum advantage of the opportunity that God has given us to fast and pray. Isaiah chapter 58 verse 5 and 6. Is it, is it listen to the play of words over here. How he puts the, 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 the sentences in verse number 5 and in verse number 6. Is it, is it such a fast that I have chosen? Look at the question over there. Is it such a fast that I have chosen? A day for a man to afflict his soul. Still talking about fasting. Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush? It's still a description of fasting. And to spread sackcloth and ashes under him. I've shared with you already that this is all talking about how they do. They did their fasting. He said, would that call this a fast? An acceptable day of the Lord. He, he he's, he's, he's asking questions over here. Describing how the fast should be. And look at how he starts the verse number 6. He said, it's not this the fast that I have chosen. Meaning there's a way he has given that people should fast. 
There's a way you can take full advantage of the fast. Are you understanding me? Do you want to hear? I said, do you want to hear? Yeah, if you don't want to hear, I can close. We can pray and pray and go. But if you desire, you see, I, I, I wish somebody would get angry that God, I need to have an answer. That God, this fasting, it shouldn't be like the one I did last year. I should get something definite and specific. That next year when we are doing 40 days, I'll come and beg that I need to testify because certain things I tied to last year, it worked and have the results. So this is my testimony. Maximizing the fire. He said, it's not this the father I have chosen to lose the bounds of wickedness and unto undo the heavy burdens and to let the oppressed go free that ye break every yoke. And when you continue the next verses, it tells you that even God knows that fasting should produce results. Even God knows. And he's expecting that our fast should produce. He, a whole chapter God dedicated to talking about fasting. So, fasting is not just a human interaction. It connects, locates, corners divinity. Somebody's about to see some things happen in your life. How do you optimize the fast? I've sh- I shared a few with you yesterday. Number one, make sure that your fast includes prayer. You should have things that you are talking to God about. You should be having conversations with God. And not just reciting prayer points, but talking to God. Talking to God. I shall read you from Acts chapter 13, verse number 3. They had fasted and they prayed. Isaiah 58, verse 9. Thou shalt call and the Lord shall answer. You will cry and he shall hear you and say, here I am. He wants to respond to you, but if you are not saying, what will he respond to? If you are not asking, what will he respond to? Look at Nehemiah. Nehemiah, after he heard the situation, he said, I, 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 I mourned certain days and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. So the fasting must go with prayer. You see, your fasting will not be optimized, will not be maximized unless you are connecting prayer, specific intercessions. Look at what it says in the verse number five. And and said, I beseech thee, O Lord God of heaven, the great and terrible God that keepeth a covenant and mercy for them that love him and observe his commandments. Let an ear now be attentive and let an eyes open. Look at the man is speaking to God from his heart. He, 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 he called on the greatness of God who is great and terrible. You know, you know, do you know God? Do you know God? You know, as soon as I start praying, oh God, my miracle, oh, my miracle, you've not even, you don't know who you are talking to. You've not connected to him on a personal level. So, you are more interested in things and you have not seen the one you are connected with. Said to the great and the terrible God, I beseech you. The man is talking to a person over here. I beseech you. The thing became deep and personal. It is in that place where as you begin to pray, the presence of God comes to you and God begins to fidget on his throne because somebody is calling for his attention and he cannot reject that kind of call. He said, you cried out to me, and I will answer, here am I. Ay, 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 ay. 
Have you ever have you ever gotten to the place where God responds to you personally? Here I am. Here am I. That is how you maximize your your fast. Today, have you spoken to God? Have you spent time with God? Have you engaged Him on a personal level? Have you connected to Him one on one? Ah, like the tree says, Punimpu. I don't know whether they are talking about Potompoto or something, but Punimpu. It's a deep one. Oh, yeah. I don't know, but that deep tree, Punimpu, it means that, Charlie, this sin, it must be resolved here now. We, we are connected. It is not a game. It's not a show. It's not a play. It is serious. 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 It is a serious matter. Punimpu. Talking to God. He said, the matter is too hard for me. So, I decided to seek the face of God. Check Jehoshaphat's prayer. Check Daniel's prayer. We don't hear, we did, we, the Bible did not record Esther's prayer. But I'm sure she engaged on the, you see, it is that place. As you're engaging her, you cannot engage that way, you don't feel the anointing. Right there, you see, fear begins to dissipate because answers begin to come to your heart. He will be responding to you, here I am. I'm here, I'm here. We are going to do this together. We are going to build this church together. We are going to build this business together. We are going to build this this life together. We are going to build this destiny together. We are going to build, yes, yes, ah, weeping and dear for the night, but there's joy in the morning. I'm going to help you. I'm going to sort you out. Do this. Go in this direction. Somebody, a change is about to happen in your life. I said a change is about to happen in your life. Maximize through prayer. What are you saying as you fast? Number two, I told you be bold. Be expectant that God answer. I share with you about Habakkuk. He was ready to hear from God. Number three, engage with faith. What does it mean to, have, to engage with faith? Number one, get a word from God. Hear from God. Either through the Bible or through a prophecy. In fact, it always starts with the word of God. Make sure you are reading your Bible. Reading the scriptures. Meditating on it. I just read to you from Isaiah 58. Somebody, if I were you, I'll go and pick that, that chapter myself. And I'll start going through it verse by verse. And asking myself and asking God, what does this verse mean? Oh, am I doing this? Am I engaging like this? When you begin to do that, pressure comes upon the works of darkness. The demonic entities that are fighting your destiny, pressure begins to come upon them. He said, is this not the father I've chosen to break the bonds of wickedness, to loosen bondages? As you begin to fast in this way, it puts pressure on the force of darkness. You get a word from God. And number two, be ready to do something. Look at what Esther said. Ah, after the third day, I'll go. If I perish, I perish. Be ready to do something. You see, fasting is not for those who are not daring. If you are not daring and you are fasting, you are wasting your time. It's better you go and start feasting. But you should be daring. 
daring enough to believe that this fast will produce a result. And so when I'm done, I'm going to do something. I'm going to go here. I'm going to attempt. You are trusting God uh, to, 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 to uh, do something. Get something that you are going to do. Something specific. Say, so I'll go. Habakkuk said that so that I'll know what to answer. He was ready to give answers even though he didn't have answers. And the Lord began to speak to him. Said, this is the vision. Write it down. What are you writing now? What are you doing? What are you getting ready to do? What are you desirous? What, you, see, you, should, you should be ready to do something. So when the Holy Ghost speaks to you, will you answer? Will you respond? Will you do? Will you do? Will you express your faith? Will you act on the word of God? Act on the word of God. So as you are going through, get one of the things you should be praying for is that God, speak to me. Show me what I need to do. So if it's a seed that you need to sow, you should know that when and how you are supposed to do it. If it is a, a certain venture you need to start. It's a, very, a certain business name you need to go and register. It's a certain relationship you need to start. Whatever it is, show me what I need to do. And I'm praying and trusting God that as we go through this fasting prayer, oh, God will give us prophetic instructions. As I minister to you, as the men of God minister to you, as you minister, uh, the Holy Ghost ministers to you through dreams, visions, uh, through remiss in your spirit. May you get prophetic directions. May you get prophetic guidance in the name of Jesus Christ. As How do you maximize? Get yourself ready to hear from God. Be sensitive to the voice of the Holy Ghost. Purify your motives. It's not for competition. You are working things out for yourself. It's not, there's no competition in anywhere. You should go and tell somebody that, oh, yes, no, 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 no. Your testimony is to bring glory to God. It's not to prove how powerful you are. It's not to prove how powerful you are. It's to bring glory to God. It's to bring glory to God. That God, the principles of God, they work. That is what your testimony is supposed to be for. And I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Let there be a stirring of the spirit in your bellies. Uh, that will position you in the places of manifestation. Uh, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That somebody's desire will be met. I pray in the name of Jesus. Uh, listen, one of the things Bastin does, it brings your glorious manifestation. Anna, Anna comes to you. You begin to glow and you begin to shine. Fasting is able to improve prove your health. Fasting is able to bring you out of obscurity into the limelight. This, within this fast, you are going to see the manifestation. You are saying you are going to see the manifestation. Write this thing down quickly and then we are going to pray. Number one, what are, the, what are some of the things you see when your fasting is maximized? Get ready, we are about to pray. Number one, the works of the enemy are destroyed. The works of the enemy are destroyed. Isaiah 58 verse number 6. Number 2, healing and health. Your health is restored. Isaiah 58 the verse number 8. He says that and your, and your health shall spring forth speedily. Because faith is activated for healing. Faith is activated for you to be strong. Listen, I could get said, 
As you are fasting and praying, every disease that is hidden in your body, let it be bent out. Demons that are causing sickness, they will depart from you. And what happens, you also receive power to walk a righteous life. Because the flesh is put under subjection. First Corinthians 9.27 He said that I put my flesh under subjection so that after I preach, I myself will not be cast away. Number four, the glory of God becomes evidence. It becomes evident outwardly. Isaiah 58 verse 8, then your light shall break forth as the morning. Hallelujah. So, and the glory of God shall be your reward or your regard. And I will say, it will be something that when you are walking, people see the glory of God. Number five, your prayer sees speedy facilitation. He said, then you call unto me and I'll answer. Isaiah 58, mm. Verse number nine, and they said that you cry, and he, he shall say, Here I am. Look at that, so speedy answers to your prayers. Number six, prominence and honor. God brings you out of obscurity into the limelight. Verse number 10. Uh, he says that, and if you draw out thy soul to the hungry and satisfied the afflicted, then your light shall arise in obscurity. Look at that. In obscurity. Obscurity means that nobody sees you. It is that place where your light will arise. It means that there will be a change. And look at that. And your darkness shall be as the noonday. When I, I've always read the scripture. But today when I read it, it hit me. Hey, if my darkness is like the noonday, you are not getting me. How can there be darkness anymore? What is supposed to be darkness is now shining like a noonday. There's no night in my life. There's no night. There's no night. When his glory arises over you this way, Oh my God. That means that all the places you went and you are rejected and they disgrace you. You go to those places and they'll be healing you. The places are your darkness. They become like your noonday. They become like your noonday. So that come I talk to you. The Lord says that in the areas of affliction, that is going to be the areas of your promotion. The areas of affliction, the areas where you have suffered a lot of pain, whenever you think about it, it causes you to even feel less than your value and less than your wealth. The Lord said, I should tell you that your darkness shall shine. It shall be like the noonday. It shall be like the noonday. It shall be like the noonday. Oh, Basheke te Lebrondo Skiantaya. Where you would have been insulted from is the same place that God is going to cause his grace to result. And you are going to testify. You are going to testify. You are going to testify. Is there anybody there is a certain darkness in your life? Is there anybody an area of affliction and reproach? Is there anybody you are going through any kind of reproach? Today as we are praying, may God turn that darkness into the noonday. Rise up to your feet everybody. Even as we are about to engage in prayer. Target at least one darkness that you want to turn into the noonday. In the name of Jesus Christ. Number 8, it brings spiritual refreshing and prosperity. Verse number 11. He says that ah, you shall be like a well-watered garden. And you spring like a spring of water, whose waters they fail not. Number nine, restoration and transgenerational impacts. Listen to me. Isaiah 58 verse 11 again. He said that these waters they fail not. In other words, they will continue perpetually. They will continue perpetually. God is about to give you something that even your children will testify about. Oh my God. That means that he will give you children and children's children. Receive that grace right now. Listen, he said, then your darkness shall be as the noonday. Uh, you are going to pray in the spirits. 
and I don't know which area is an area of offense, an area of affliction, an area of reproach for you. But may it turn into the noonday. Are you ready right now? Are you ready right now? Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. We are just going to pray just a few minutes. A few minutes we'll continue praying during night fire. I send the grace of God in this place. Say in the name of Jesus. Say my father, my father. Any area of reproach in my life, let your light shine in those areas. Let them turn into a testimony in my life. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray right now. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray right now. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray right now. Take advantage of these two minutes of prayer. Everybody focus and pray right now. Be serious and pray. Lift up your voice and pray right now. Are the microphones working? Lift up your voice and pray. One minute more. Lift up your voice and pray. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let's get the communion ready. Listen, tomorrow service, we are going to pray. Tomorrow service is going to be a time of prayer. I'll pray. I'm going to trust God. Are the prayer cards ready? Yes. Are the prayer cards ready? Please get your own prayer cards, okay? All right. Get your own prayer cards. Glory to Jesus. But tomorrow you are coming. Everybody come with pray three prayer topics. Everybody come with three prayer topics. Okay. And when you are coming, come with a bottle of mineral water. Okay. A bottle of mineral water. It could be Voltic. It could be Belacqua. Uh, it could be uh, a week. It could be a rise. It could be a sleep. And you, once it's a mineral water, you bring it. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Tomorrow, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ. So tomorrow, come write three prayer topics. Three. Specifically, three prayer topics. Everybody write it down. Tomorrow we are going to engage in serious prayer. And we are going to engage in serious prayer. I don't want us to close it today. Time is already fast spent. And if you are serious, you come tomorrow. 
Okay, if you are serious, we come tomorrow. And when you are coming tomorrow, everybody come with somebody. Okay, invite someone. Tell the person to come to church. Tell the person to come to church. All right, Sweetheart, how are you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time. Right. I hope you come tomorrow. Wonderful. Glory to Jesus. Father, the emblems are blessed as we partake in it. The covenant begins to work in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and distribute to everybody. Begin to worship the Lord right now. Begin to give God praise. I don't know, but tonight we'll be praying. Oh. The presence of the Lord. The atmosphere is ripe for ministration, right? Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Oh, we give you praise. Worship the Lord, everybody. Begin to worship the Lord. Don't just be standing there. Worship the Lord. Any opportunity in the presence of God is an opportunity to connect with God. You are not here as a spectator. And don't come to church because of friends. What makes you look like somebody? No. It's just because of God. Give me praise. The Bible says that the Lord Jesus, in the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And after they had broken it, he gave thanks. He said, This is my body, which is given for you. The Bible says, that In like manner, he did for the wine. And he told them to eat and to drink. And he said that it, they, by that, they remember his death, even as they established a covenant. Father, thank you for giving us this covenant practice, this ordinance by which we can connect to the finished work of Christ. As we partake in it, sicknesses are healed. Situations are changed by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Break the bread right now, eat it all, and then drink all the wine, and just begin to worship the Lord. Begin to worship the Lord. Lift up those beautiful hands to the Lord. Begin to worship Him now. www.ebenezaokronipa.com or call 0546-363957. God bless you.